All right, so we're going to go on. Hold on. Yes, we're going to do fully. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. I don't know how. I don't even know how this is going to work. <laughs> but we'll try it. All right, let me get this all squared away up here. And uh, okay, but I'm going to have you guys calm down just for a little bit, okay? Because we're going to have to talk about this and do the whole thing and do a song and dance, I think, too. So uh let's do let's record this i know i'm going to regret this but let's record this on the cloud all right so we got it recording the recordings in progress in the lady's voice all right first of all welcome to whiskey wednesday you just heard that we have a boisterous crowd because here here's the big thing that that i think a lot of people forget about what we do here at Julio's and what Whiskey Wednesday is all about. Whiskey Wednesday was sort of started as we have a club. It's called the Lock and Key Society. Lock is in the Scottish lock. The key, the E in parentheses with an E, without an E in whiskey. So it could be any type of whiskey from anywhere in the world. Um, and tonight we called a Scotch lock, which means that members, because we are, we are a society, all right. Well, some I don't know if it's not cultured society, but it is a society nonetheless. And we have um, we ask members bringing bottles in and for everybody to sort of try. And this is sort of the the the. The reasoning behind the lock and key society was that everybody would uh, learn through trying and tasting whiskeys. And this is how we would progress. So tonight we call for a scotch lock, which means only scotch whiskey will be allowed and that can be in both single malt or or are are uh, blended or uh blended scotch uh which would have grain whiskey and any type of that but it had to come from scotland so um <laughs> as you can see um uh, it goes off the it goes off to, it goes off of this there are how many john 19 different whiskeys that showed up tonight so what's that so far well, I think we're going to cut it there. We have to do it there. So the the first thing we're going to do is we're, we're actually going to do eight whiskeys tonight. And we're going to decide right now which eight we're going to do. But I think what's more importantly right now is we probably should eliminate three of those whiskeys off the bat. Um, John, do you do you have any things that you think that should probably go? I would say that. Okay, let's vote one of his off. Not this one. <laughs> Let's vote one of his off. Sure, that sounds like great. Not this one. Yeah. Let's take that one off. No, we're only going to keep one. I'm not going to do that to a member. We're going to keep one. If we're going to keep one, we're going to keep the spring bank. I'm, I'm, I'm a greedy little bastard. Uh, oh, we take other Pete Monster off. Well, because we're gonna we're 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 gonna have other ones that we can decide on later. I think we should keep the Glengon uh, Distillery. This art of dis, uh, of uh, distillers' art is phenomenal. I think that one should stay in. Have the rest are staying. Well, I know, but we can we can we can do peated and unpeated. So you can unvote one. Off. I can unvote one off too. I I I I call the discretion of me to do whatever I want. Yes. You want to be, well, I think I think this is not a Glen Morangi tasting, and but Mega I know has a ton of Glen Morangi. I would actually like to think about doing saving some of his stuff to do a Glen Morangi tasting, which I think would that be okay? Fine, okay. So let's take these three away. <laughs> Wait a minute, what was that? Yeah, he's only got yeah, I know he's only got doubles of these. Wait a minute, what was that last one? <laughs> Um, I will never say no. Uh, oh, that is a nice one. But we'll we'll do. I think I, I stand by my original statement. I think we keep the Rose Bank 1990. Does everybody agree with that one? That that's okay. Rick Rick brought it. Rick, do you agree with that one? You wanted that one to stay. What's this one? A McCallan. This is a McCallan. That's a secondary label. What's the Cadence head? Glenn Ord. Oh, well, we should probably keep that one. Who is this Frank's? Yeah. 
Oh, we're definitely tasting this one. It's Frank's. This is actually Rivals. So this is a compass box that um, um, that I worked on uh, with uh, the guys from Aster and, of course, uh, John and uh, John Glazer and uh, Greg Glass, which is one of his last projects that he worked at at, at at Compass Box. Fantastic whiskey. We'll definitely try that one. Do you want to do this one? You want to do the art? You want to, so this one will probably go towards the end. This is going to be this is the Ardmore project. Yeah, we're going to get we, this should be at the beginning of the peated soda section. OK. And then, OK, when two powerful pearls meet, which is one of the uh, um, this is what the um, what do they call these? I'm sorry, I can't think of the name. Uh, Scott Malch. Scott Malch whiskey. Oh, thanks, Jerry. Jerry brought us more whiskey. <laughs> An 11 year old Kalila. OK. All right. That's a bourbon cast. So that would go there. Oh, Dark Cove, haven't had that in a while. What's that one? Smoke Trails. Okay. Okay, I'll put the, keep that one in there. Because we can't get that one, so that would be a good one to try. Dark Cove is, let's, let's move Dark Cove down the end. Okay. So now let me just go back. That's a lag of woman. Oh, what's, what's the flag, Lisa? That's... Okay. Is it Peter? It's Peter. What did you guys say? Oh, it's Aaron. Okay. It's I love Aaron. Okay. That's fine. What are you doing over there? Oh, my God. You're crazy. So I, I just want to point this out. We have too much. Not that there's really anything. It's too much whiskey. There's not too much whiskey. It's like I could only have everybody try so much in one sitting here tonight. So. Second sitting starts tonight. I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the McAllen off. Oh, that's the Brook Lottie Water of Life one. Oh, ah, Brook Lottie, huh? All right. Well, that one's staying in there. No, that one's staying in now. All right. So, what would anybody anybody be disappointed if I took the teachers off? No, it's. It's from the 70s teachers and teachers. Why is teachers important? Do you know? It does. But, you know, one of the one of the uh, big reasons that um, it is, is uh, teachers was where um, uh, chill filtration sort of started. So they were some of the first whiskey to do chill filtration. Well, you say you, you boo me now. You boo teachers now. But that was pretty innovative at the time because there was a lot of problems if, if you did have. Uh, whiskey that was unchill filtered and it and it got cold it would cloud up and there was a lot of whiskey sitting on shelves which was perfectly fine to drink but it looked cloudy so no people didn't drink it and so they were one of the first ones to uh if not i think they they actually started that so all right so now we're down to that more all right we still got too many so um let's take the 11 year old let's take the 11 year old glenn ordoff uh you know i'm like you're making things does everybody want to try the compass block rival because you can't get it for like i don't know how many years and it's frank's we want to drink frank's whiskey this is heavily peated so we're going to do something like that on that um so one two three four five six now we can do two more you want to do you want to do the, I want to do the, I would definitely want, no, I definitely want to do the Ardmore on the Ardbeg. Smoke trails. And you want to do, you want to do this one? So we haven't done that one. Okay. Uh, let's, well, let's try the lag. I, Cause I got a funny feeling if that's, is that a younger whiskey too? Yeah, but I like, so younger whiskeys are actually this ex Oloroso sherry cast. I've not had this. Um, They just came out. Um, so I think it's also pretty neat to try because uh, younger younger peated whiskeys get some of the sweet peat to them. I think that might be very interesting to try. Does anybody know anything about the about the Ardbeg's uh, smoke trails? Yeah, travel retail only. All right, so let's do. Technically, it should be this way. Um, no, I don't think you do. Um, I think you start.
If I'm going to do, oh, no, that's going to be down here too. I think it goes, I think it goes this way. Yeah, I think this is your first one. All right. So, yeah, can you put that back for just a second, John? Whatever long it takes, it takes for us tonight. It's going to take a while. So, let me see if I have this straight. First of all, you guys are all here to drink whiskey. Correct? Okay. So, that's good. Okay, but I need everybody to be quiet so I can... Jim? Jim, I need... Hold on for a second, please. All right, because I want to make sure everybody knows what we're tasting tonight. Because people that are listening to us on Facebook Live... Uh, we want uh, maximum uh, jealousy going on that they could have been here tonight, but they either didn't click fast enough that, or whatever the reason. But this is, uh, again, this is lock and key society. This is this is how the, we started. We still do this, um, whether it's at people's houses or or, or here at the store. Um, we, we, we do these things. So this, the first one we're going to try tonight is single cast nation. This is actually um, this is Brook Lottie. This is the water of life, uh, the movie that we all, we all saw. All right. Then uh, we're going to do the Rosebank, uh, 1990, age 15 years. All right. Um, and this one's a, a, a signatory. Uh, Rick, have you tried this one yet? It's unopened, so I just figured, so I'd ask. Um, then we're going to do the Glen Going Distillery, um, the Distiller's Art, which is, a, again, an um, independent bottling of this. I, this is a 20-year-old. I've had this one. It's it's very good. I will tell you that. And that's why I think you guys should all try it if you, if you haven't had that one yet. Um, there, I, I don't think there's anything that Springbank does that's terrible. I, I, I've said many times that they could just take the distillate off the still and just sell that and everybody be happy. But this is a 15-year-old. Uh, but you start getting into a little bit more darker notes. Sometimes, um, not really smoked, but you, you it's it's a heavy one, so I think that goes after that. Um, that this one I believe is not. It looks like it may have some sherry in it. We'll have to check that one when we get to it. We'll check that one and see. Um, Rivals, which is uh, uh, I forget the whole I forget the whole breakdown. I probably be um, it's ex bourbon sherry butt new French oak. Um, this also has. Um, uh, this has some Macallan, this has some Imperial in it and Tinniac, uh, and it also slightly peated, um, just like 1.6% of peated whiskey in it. So it's just got a little bit of peat in there. All right. So where, where does this one go? You, you've confused me now. That's okay. Okay. There we go. All right. And this is the lag. All right. Did I skip one? Oh, yeah. So the Ardmore actually is... Um, a lock and key bar. We got two lock and keys now. This is a lock and key uh, bottling of Ardmore that we did. This is actually a twelve-year-old. So um, it's going to use using Highland peat. I think it's really cool to start of start that way. It was Lafroy quarter cast barrels. I believe you are correct. That one, and the lag, which is a new one. Um, it's being done. You said at um, uh, on. Uh, New distillery on on Aaron, right? Correct. Okay, and then the travel retail only of Arbeg uh, uh, Smoke Trails. So, all right, that's our tasting tonight. Is, is everybody okay with that? No. All right. <laughs> is is that okay with everybody? That's number two. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> You can do trays if you want. That's fine. However, you guys, however you guys want to do it. Yes. Oh, it's not Priglotti. He said it's from an island distillery, but not Priglotti. He's not allowed to say what it was. Okay, hold on one so, second. Go ahead. Say that again. Okay. So on one of his last podcasts of the year, yes. Joshua Hatton said. That, hey, guys. That the water of life is not from Isla. It is an island distillery. Okay. It is not from Isla, and he's not allowed to say what it is. Okay. So I know what it is. So now we may move on. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, but that's not, it's not a peated whiskey, correct? Oh, it is slightly peated? Okay. Because I thought it was Brooklady, which meant. 
I might switch the location of that. Too late. It's too late now. Okay. Listen, all I could go on is by the information you guys give me. That's what I would have done, but we'll fix that. Yeah, I think so too. If you guys want to put, if you don't, if you haven't tried the first one, I'd move that down the line. Move that down the line. It should actually go, it actually go here. Agreed? Agreed? Yeah, we screwed up already. This is what's great about um, trying whiskeys when you screw up. You're still drinking whiskey. So, all right. So we're going to start with this. We're going to start with this, um, uh, with the Rosebank. 15-year-old 1990 Rosebank, cast strength. Okay. So we'll start with that one. It's now number five. It got shifted. It got Don't worry about it. Just. Don't worry about it. Just keep putting. Frank, stop stopping. Just give it the rest of it out. We'll go with it. He's going to stop. Oh, let me hold it. Let me hold the last four of them for you. All right. So that one's going to move down. So we're going to go out with the spring bank first. All right. Rosebank. Sorry. It's been a long day. I know. We do have quite a few. We do have quite a few. So. Spring bank. Hey, Frank, we're going out with the Rosebank. All right. So now that that's all done, because people are now watching going like, well, wow, I'm glad I'm not there. That's really screwy. <laughs> but wait, it gets better. They're going to start drinking. <laughs> well, I hope you haven't started because that was the wrong one. So. Some of us haven't. All right. They're okay. All right. So, as I said, as I said before, lock and key is a is a is at heart a club, and we have a lot of members that that help out, like with Whiskey Wednesdays or um, a lot of other events that we're going to get into. As a matter of fact, um, just so everybody knows, the dates have been picked. I don't have anything out there yet, but the dates have been picked. For for you guys, you guys are doing those. Okay, good. Uh, for Go Whiskey Week, it'll run the twentieth of February to the twenty sixth. So there'll be probably something pretty much every night during the week. So Monday, Tuesday, of course, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We hope to have the dinner, which would be the award dinner. Do, I was going to say, do we know who the dinner is for yet? No, no, no secret. <laughs> Um, so we'll, do, so we'll probably do the dinner on uh, Friday night, Saturday will be the radio show. There will be a seminar during Saturday afternoon. There'll be Saturday night will be the, um, meet and greet the VIP meet and greet will be Saturday night. And then Sunday, of course, as we end up all of our go whiskey weeks will be the grand dram, um, which will be the, 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 the big big tasting at the end. Uh, next week, Wednesday is going to be, Apollo's going to be in here doing, um, he's going to be doing Hirsch and Old Patero. Uh, you definitely want to do that. He said he's going to get something, hopefully our barrel sample from our new barrel that's coming out of Old Patero. That was, I believe, was bottled on the 28th or 29th of October. So the next one he's bringing around um, that you guys are going to get, and we'll, we'll, once we get a little bit ahead, then we'll go back and, and do the tasting. So try to control yourself for two more minutes. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be the Glen Going uh, Distillery, uh, which is a 20-year-old 20 uh, year um, whiskey. So, Okay. So I would like to start tasting, but I'm, gonna say, I'm just going to say something to you guys right now. It's like, Especially Frank. I'm, we're going to try to go through the whiskeys. I want to talk about the whiskeys. So that means like it, it, we can't have 20 different conversations going on. All right. So, yes, you, Frank, I'm talking to you. <laughs> and and what I would like to do is I have a microphone set up um, in the audience. Basically, I'll switch it around right now. 
so everybody can sort of see what we have set up. Um, oh, not that one, not no video. Sorry about that. Um, is everybody got the, yeah, everybody should have the Rose Bank at this point. So actually have, uh, there's John, there's the audience. There's Frank yelling. All right. So Rick hold on can, one second. Oh, Go ahead. All right. So Rick can talk about this one, but before we do, I kind of wanted to propose a toast to Damon Camacho, who joined us on New Year's Eve. Very good. So uh, Gio and Gio and Sam had their baby. Um, yep. Yeah. I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, uh, so Damon, uh, it's Damon Camacho is, uh, is, has joined us on December 31st. So, um, he's a new year's Eve baby and I believe his middle name is tax break. So that's what he's going with anyways. All right. So, uh, congratulations to, to Gio and Sam. There you go. Cheers. His life has ended as he knew, he knew it. So. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. So the first one is the Rose Bank. Um, Rick, do you want to get up or do, would you like would you like um, John to say it? No, Rick's Rick's. You want this in case you can have it in front of you, sir? There you go. Watch out for Frank. All right. So this is Rose Bank. It's a lowland distillery. Um, it's been closed for a while. This was distilled in 1990. I bought, uh, it's 15 years old. Um, I probably bought this about 2000, um, uh, 2010. Uh, it's a lowland distillery. It's actually in the process allegedly of being reopened by Ian McLeod, Ian McLeod I think it is. Yeah. And, um, you know, lowland distill distillers tend to be more uh, lighter. And uh, that's really all I have to add. I don't know, John, if you want anything. No, else. that's actually really good. I think that's great. So everybody has this one. And and by the way, John, do you know, does they, they, do they use triple distillation in this? Original Rosebank, I believe, was, right? Correct? I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I think they might have used triple distillation. But the other thing I forgot to say is it's from Signatory, which is an independent bottler. Okay. And is that that's a single cask, right? It is a single cask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, matured in a hogshead. This is cask number 1509. And I'm going to give you the, the age of this is 15 years old. And the ABV is 56.6. John, if you want to say something, say, say it over there or, or or go on the mic over here. Either way, up to you. I was just going to say that what makes that really nice and special about being 15 years old is everything you can get now is like 30 years plus. Right. So this is getting back into history, which is excellent. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these things were bottled, um, you know, were bottled and they're in people's collections at this point. There's nothing really uh, coming out. Anything now that's coming out is really old because they've been, it has still been sitting in casks. So what do you guys think of that one? So Ro Rosebank was considered Rosebank was considered really the the at the time the not that there was a ton there was there's quite a few but not that there was a ton of lowland distillers but it's always been sort of the benchmark for lowland distilleries. So I think it's really neat that they're they're going to be opening it up. Hey, you're going to start lagging behind. Come on, start pouring. I don't have my second one. Where's my second one? Oh, you didn't get it? Frank's got it. Oh, that explains a lot. Yes, hold on. So you, so we mentioned that they're going to be reopening it, but um, I believe that all of the original stills were lost to copper thieves. So they're, so they're, it's not guaranteed that the new Rose Bank will be anything like the old Rose Bank. That's Hopefully true. they're aiming for that, but they really don't know because they've lost the original stills. Okay. No. They're trying to do them. So Frank, is that, which one is that one? Is that the, the Glen Going? The Glen Going? Okay. Number two. Number two. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Everybody thinks this is easy, right? It's not. It's not. Yeah. I've heard he's had that problem of breaking his cork. It happens with age. <laughs> so, um, 
John's going to be taking care of that. So I, I will, I actually have this bottling. It, it's a fantastic one. Um, this sat on the shelf. It was one of those type of things that uh, no one really knew about it. For those of you, I, I've had the, I've had this at one of our tastings. Um, and I think some of you have tried it. Um, Glenn going, I think is just, although it's probably one of the most visited distilleries in Scotland because of where it is, in, in relationship to Glasgow, uh, it sits at right at the uh, at the um, at the border of the Highlands and the Lowlands. So basically, it the distillery is in the Highlands. The um, the 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 Dunnage warehouses are actually in uh, across the road or in the Lowlands. So it's it's got a sort of a weird thing. But I think it probably the one of the things that I love. It's just a small little distillery. It sits there. It's gorgeous. People go to see it because they're they're in Glasgow or or visiting Scotland and they can go see this. It probably has the most copper I've ever seen in any distillery. I mean, the water, the pipes run in the water to uh, distiller copper. Everything running away from the still is copper. Uh, There's a ton of copper interaction along the entire uh, distillation uh, process with this. And they just they produce a really I think it's just a really great whiskey. That again, soda gets overlooked by on the shelf, but once you've discovered it, it's one of those whiskeys that you'll always go back to it. It's just it, 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 to me, it just has so many other great uh, tastes. You, John, do you want to say anything about it? The only other thing I would add would be that this is a really nice contrast because it's a bourbon yeah, it, yeah. finish versus I think most of what's on the shelf right now is sherry finished. So it's a really nice contract. It's kind of like the old 15 that went away. Yeah. So it's a little different. Than- it, yeah, it is a little bit different. So um, the, the deep, rich flavor that this has going on, I mean, you get a lot of, so, so you get some of those vanillins that um, are coming off the, the bourbon um, barrels and stuff like that. Yeah, I do too. I think we opened one right away. Asian refilled uh, hogshead. This is non-chill filtered. It's natural color. So for 20 years in oak barrels and uh, 57.5 ABV. What do you guys think? Right? I mean, just just really good whiskey that you just don't think about all the time. And you really should because it's, it's it represent. Well, you really should because, I mean, this is sort of a different one off the distiller's art. But the, the Glengoing distillery itself um, is very well priced for what you're getting. Um, so keep that in mind when you're, when you're out shopping for, uh, out shopping for, uh, for whiskey. It is, it is a single cask. 20 years old, 20 years old. Um, distilled in 1996, bottled in 2017. I'll give you a look. And by the way, I mean, this is up there for a single cask. Um, Scotch whiskey at 57, 57.5. I mean, I, it's warm. It's warm, but it's by no means hot. Yeah. So I, I do like that one. You don't really. Is this something that's now been distilled and uh, sorry, not been discovered by the public? And now no, no. I mean, they're pretty, pretty well off. They had a little problem with, um, um, they've had a little bit of a problem with uh, supply chain, but most, most everybody has. So, um, so the, I think Frank's bringing the spring bank out right now. Um, do you, who wants to talk about this? Who brought the spring bank? No, no, go right ahead. I'll, I'll interject. Don't worry about it. Matt's this is, this is one that was brought in by Matt. Matt, you want to take this one? That way you can have it in front of you when you get up to the podium there. And I'm going to switch you so we can, that people can see you. Okay. But we can't yell. Frank. Can't yell. Springbank 15. Um, I bought this so many years ago uh, when I just first got into it. Um, friends were like, oh, you got to try this. You got to try this. And and a guy I really trusted said, get the Springbank. You, you won't go wrong. And this is I think, my second bottle. Um, this came here tonight unopened. It is it's a 15-year, uh, 46%. And uh, I know you probably have a few things you want to say about it. So. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, thank you, sir. Thank you. Springbank is one of my favorite distilleries, period. Um, 
in Campbellton, it's 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 sort of tucked away on its own. I've had the uh, I've been fortunate. I've actually gotten to visit this distillery twice. Um, it's not really on the beaten path of 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 distilleries. I mean, this is sort of like the opposite of we just talked about. We just talked about, um, you know, Glen going being one of the most popular visited. Springbank is a pilgrimage to Springbank. If you go to the Springbank, you're going to because it's, there's only two distilleries in the area. Unless you're going to go off off the mainland, go over to Isla or Aaron. There's really nothing else, um, so to speak, over there. Um, you're going to most people are going there to go to Springbank. And it's well worth the trip because um, not for its um, uh, beautiful scenery or its surroundings. You're there because they make great whiskey. Um, Campbelltown at one time, I think, was the pumped out the most whiskey and most and most whiskey came from Campbelltown. It was just they had so many distilleries. And now they're basically I think there there's no one coming up. So I think there's two, maybe three. Now I know that was somebody who's coming up. Thank you, sir. Take the next one. And um, and so the the biggest thing about about Springbank, I think, is that the distillate right off the distillate right off the off the still is probably one of the best distillates of any distillery I've ever had. I, I personally think that they could just bottle it off the still and people would just buy it and drink it and enjoy it. It's just one of those type of things that you're going to find out. Uh, find this out tonight. I do recommend it when I can. One, one of the uh, whiskeys, and you guys will try this one, but one of the whiskeys that um, that they, they produce, and it's in very short supply whenever you can find it, is the, um, the local barley 10-year-old. Now, it's a 10-year-old that goes for about $200 a bottle. If you see one, buy it. If you don't like it, bring it to me. I'll drink it for you. Okay. I'll do you the favor. I'll do you the favor. But I will tell you, it's probably one of the best 10 year old whiskeys you'll ever have. It's just, it is amazing. But let's try the 15. Well, first, I want to thank Matt immensely for bringing this in because that's delicious. It's got, it's got the slightest hint. The slightest hint of peat in it. And this is their unpeated, but it still has that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the, I don't know. I'm not unfamiliar with this 15. I know it's unchill filtered, but I don't know what barrels they're using on this one. And I don't think they tell us. I I don't think they tell us on this one. I, I, it's delicious. I think there is a little bit of sherry in this though. I think there's a little bit. Um, some of the casts I think were, but I'm not going to bet my life on it. But for some reason, I, I taste a little bit of that something in there that I would I would say that might be sherry, but uh, really good whiskey. Springbank, um, Springbank is getting scarcer and scarcer to get. I think more people are finding it. I think it they're they're struggling. Um, with uh, containers and, er and glass and everything like that to get it over here. So I think there's a variety of different things going on. No one's actually told me exactly, you know, why it is, but it is get it is scarcer than it has ever been. Um, but, you know, and I think people are discovering it too. So I think it's a double-edged sword on that one. Thanks to allowing 700, um, allowing of 700 bottles, I'm hoping will maybe help some of that uh, you know every so many bottles you're going to get an extra bottle so it can't hurt um you know and they they're priced the way they're priced and they're, they're not really worried about what you think their price should be um and once you've tasted some of their stuff it's like okay i get it i'm fine with that um but it's a it's a it's a guilty pleasure but um one well worth it i think all right rattles. oh is we up to rattles all right Thanks, Frank. All right, so we're yeah. You do it. You do it. I only blended it. You do it, Frank. Oh, let Frank let Frank do it because I blended it. You blended it, I but got Frank it. drank it. Yeah, this, go ahead, this, I'm so glad you shared this tonight, Frank. This <laughs> is probably your only redeeming quality. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, indeed. 
this this is uh probably one of the finest examples of what john glazer and the boys and girls at uh, compass box really do best and that's blending a great great tasting scotch the interesting thing about this is it's 62 percent mccallan 18 but very few people know that it just says 62 percent mccallan but it's really McAllen 18. And that's why I think I was first attracted to it. It's also got some other things from uh, the Imperial Distilleries. Imperial, and, yep. Uh, what's the one that starts with a T? Uh, Tinnick. I never say it right. Yeah. Tinnick. Tinnick. And I never say it right. Yeah. I still don't. My so. Gaelic's bad too. But anyway, and then there's like 0.17% of some little unobtrusive scotch. No, that's it. It's that it's a, it, it's, that's is the that one. The Tinnick is the one that is actually peated. Yep. And it's a very, very small. You're right, Frank. It's a very, very small amount. But it 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 I as much as I love peated scotch, which means he doesn't not, love peated scotch. Um that it 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 actually lends itself to this blend extremely well. And, and it's something that I really enjoy and continue to enjoy and hope that the rest of you like it too. Thank you so much, Frank. I really want to thank you to, for bringing this in because this is, um, there's fewer and fewer of these, of course, as we, there's only 160 bottles that we started with. How much is it going for? I have no idea what this is going for at this point. It should be go for a lot of money. About how much? 12 to $1,300 a bottle now at auction. Yep, I get an unopened bottle and I got some cash. So there we go. You you also have to remember when when Ryan said that we shared this barrel with the uh, our friends from Astor Wine and Spirits on Park Avenue in New York City, that we actually got to distribute. Ryan Julio's actually got to sell these approximately what three weeks before um, the boys at Astor actually got yep. them on the shelves, and I still remember. This was my first um, introduction to the secondary market. That as soon as our bottles were selling that first day, at I think what we sold them, 135. Yeah, they weren't like that, that expensive. But yeah, all, within hours, it was showing up on the internet at 350. Right. So that is just the instant that an Astor was watching these prices go up because they couldn't sell it yet because of their regulations. So I thought that was kind of fun too. Well, one of the, one of the one of the things about New York and other people probably know this better than I do. Uh, one of the other things about New York is basically you can't have a barrel just go to you. It's basically on the open market. So even Aster didn't get as much of their own stuff that they did at their store. Other stores bought it up or tried to buy as much as they could. And you can taste this and you, you, you sort of know why. And to, to, and to Frank's comment earlier about the, 1.8 or 1. Point, I forgot what it was. 1.8 percent of, of of peated whiskey in this. It, it it first of all, peated whiskey goes a long way. You're correct, John. But the other part of this is it, it ends up to be like, you know, that seasoning or salt on a good steak. You don't want it overpowering. It it just enhances all the other flavors that are going on here, uh, uh, and adds to it rather than overpowers the rest of of all the you know, the 19 year old Imperial and the 18 year old McAllen that's actually in this, in this blend. I think it was Sherry too. I think you're right. It's been so long since I've done, you know what I think I shouldn't, I need to do is I need to go back and see John again and maybe put another something else together again. You'll come with me. Oh, great. What is it? 651. Great. That's actually, that's actually better than I thought. Oh, thank you. So we're going to go with the one that you got first, which is now, which is number five. So the one you got first, which is number five is the single cast nation, which is the water of life undisclosed Island distillery, which is not Brooklady. It's another Island distillery that was done for the water of life um, uh, movie, which we all saw. Um, so I don't know a ton about this. I will tell you what I do know. Um, this is only uh, 1,600 bottles. This is uh, 48, if I can see this, 48.8. Um, this is a blend of different casts. So um, it was done in the summer um, of 2021. 
Um, and it had one, two, three, four, five, eight, six casts were used uh, to make this whiskey. Um, and because it's undisclosed, we'll see them all from that same dis- all from that same distillery, the undisclosed distillery. And we think it's what though? We think it's Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter as long, you know, if they're grinding up pixies in the back and throwing them in this, you're okay with it. <laughs> That's really good. A lot of orchard fruit in that one. There is a little bit of there is a little bit of peening, a little bit of peeniness. Also, I would also I would I'll almost say like a little bit of like um briny character. Jerry brought it. Jerry, do you want to say anything about it? You're good? Okay. <laughs> maritime quality is well i think what we would say maritime quality to it really nice that's a beautiful whiskey definitely bourbon the bourbon barrel backbone but i think there's no i think probably you're right probably all bourbon on that one all right i i guess i'll talk about this one because this is the one i brought thank god it made the cut Yes, I should probably go over there and do the from there. So um, for those of you that know, um, we've we've been doing single barrels for a, a, a long time. And one of the things that I've always been pushing for is um, doing single barrels or projects with distilleries in Scotland, which don't really happen that often. You get a lot of independent bottlings and so forth. And I've I've been trying over the years on uh, we've had different occasions. For those of you who don't know, we uh, Balvini was one. We did one singularity, which was a 15 year old with the first ones ever. And the last ones ever to do Balvini. Um, and then I started talking to the people at, at beam about doing a single barrel with them. And they were unsure of how they were going to get it done. So uh, this was basically our sort of our way of, 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 going through the motions to see how you would do a single barrel. Um, and this is, we did this um, with Alistair at, um, at Ardmore. This is a 12 year old, though it doesn't say it is a 1998. It is a 12 year old Ardmore, um, 46% ABV, um, un- un- unchill filtered. Um, this was, um, I think, I think it says, if I remember correctly, it does say what we had, what the cask was. Double, yeah, double cask matured. This is 100% peated, non-chill filtered, but this was um, actually uh, secondary. Uh, the double cask was um, uh, was uh, Lafroy cask, quarter cask. That's not this one, but that's that one. Okay, that's the lag. I'm gonna be switching those up. So this is the Ardmore project. What was great about these things is that we started to do uh, is the problem at the time is when we finally got this project done and we got it, it got it in. Alistair Longwell, it, it, we had it done. Everybody who was involved with the project, other than the distillery manager, was gone. So I had to start all over again. And the next project we did with them was the PX. I love you. So. Uh, that has now morphed into a real single cask program, which um, many of you have, have bought, which is the new, which is the new Lafroig, uh releases that we did, which is PX I Love You Two, and of course we we've had we were fortunate enough to uh, work with uh, Bill Thomas out of uh, Jack Rose, and we also have his part of his barrel uh, here also, and he has part of ours. So I think it worked, that worked out nicely. So that is a whole new thing now that's happening at Lafroy, which we were lucky to be part of, uh, during the interim, we also did, uh, a project, uh, with another, uh, uh, beamed, uh, Scottish distillery, um, Glen Geary. We had a couple of, of ones from there from Glen Geary. As a matter of fact, I think, uh, Megazone found a bottle for me that he, he had in his collection, that I've been looking for, which was a 14 year old, right? Yeah. Two year, two of them was, was a, was a 14 year old that actually that John uh, Hansel had given a quite a good, re, uh, good review to, I think it was in the nineties. So um, those are just some of the, of the barrels that we've done. I just want to add one more thing about this Ardmore. <clears throat> a few short years after this project, they switched out the stills. That's true. So this is like some of the last of the Ardmore with their old stills versus the new legacy stuff that they're now doing. 
Good to know. Yes, you can tell the difference. Thank you, sir. This is, I think, just, I think this is a, uh, this Ardmore, I think, is just a beautiful whiskey. We sold out of this fairly quickly. Uh, it was a good thing I saved a couple bottles here and there, and I know some of you have some of these bottles. They're not highly um, desirable for people to get. And the, the sad part is, is because people haven't tried them. They're, they're, they're very good. Um, all right, I want to make sure I'm getting all these in the right order now because, yeah. All right, uh, Lisa, do you want to come up and tell us about the next uh, whiskey that we're going to try? Lisa, I believe, brought in the next one. Let me get the uh, camera around to you. Hold on. Yes, it's Lag, uh, my favorite sister. Uh, Isn't she your only sister? Yes, but that, that <laughs> <laughs> my favorite sister went to Scotland um, in October, and, uh, or actually beginning of end of October, early November, and they had just released their first um, three releases. This is their inaugural. This is the number two, which is the Oloroso finish. Okay. Um, so I believe it is only three years old. Uh, it's a heavily peated. I think it's fifty percent. PPM. Uh, it's, I think it's only three years old. They, three years they, old and 50%. Yeah. Uh, or 50 parts 50, per million. Sorry, sorry, 50 PPMs. Yes. 50, sorry about that. Yep. And um, it's a, and it's a, yeah, it's 50% AB, so, ABV yes. and it's, and it's 50 PPMs of um, peated. Yep. Um, I will tell you, you are correct. It's the X Oloroso Sherry cast. And this is batch number two. Yep. Um, inaugural release was uh, 2022. So yes. right on the, so, right on the, right on the money. There's, uh, I think, 10,000 bottles. Uh, I think the first Yeah, 10,000 bottles, limited release of 10,000 bottles. Oh, you get a lot of information on the oh, back okay. of this one. Concerto uh, was the barley variety, Northeast Scotland, the peat source, uh, which is which is different. Mm -hmm. Northeast, so um, Northeast Scotland, 50 ppms. Um, water source is the borehole, uh, double distillation. Uh, cask number one, 30 months first filled X bourbon barrel, and cask two is six months in 55 liter X Oloroso sherry. No, um, no, uh, non chill filtered, no color, and um, that's about it. Just earlier manager is Graham Ormond, and that's it. Yeah, great. So she says it's a, she's she says it's a beautiful, uh, a beautiful facility, um, very nice, um, uh, to visit. So, uh, if you're ever on the Isle of Aaron, it's um. She said, I think it's at the bottom of the island, if I remember the map, Okay, um, but it's not a very big island. So. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I don't think you have a problem finding it. It's um, like the one road. Take that one road down to it. You'll be so fine. Hey, hey, guys, guys, somebody's up here presenting. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. It's, uh, I mean, they sold out pretty quickly. There was, uh, so I think they're on a, a great, great path. They seem to do some good stuff. Great. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for bringing this to us today. Thank you, Lisa. like a sweet all right so what i what i like about stuff what I, frank you can have an audience later you can have an audience later yeah <laughs> let's just get through this okay <laughs> all right so um i can smell it right on the nose like when you get these younger when you get these younger um peated heated whiskeys i think you you sort of get that um you can smell it right on there and you get what, what i like to call sweet peat that peat just like shines through and it actually has a sweetness to it. It's really nice. It's definitely, it's definitely young, but it's definitely, you get, you taste all the parts to it. It has that. I, everybody hates this when I say it, but I, growing up as a kid, I had asthma. So I was sick a lot and I would have sore throats and I, the chloroseptic, green chloroseptic. That's not a bad thing. For Frank, it is, but it's really good. Mm. Yeah, it has to be the green. That's really nice. That shows a lot of promise too. I think there's going to be a nice, a nice little uh, addition there. Frank, Frank, Frank. All right. All right, so the with the last whiskey, certainly not the least whiskey, I'm going to give this over to uh, to Megazone, and he can tell us about the last one we have tonight. Go ahead, sir. You're on. Okay. 
So the last one is the Ardbeg Smoke Trails, which is apparently going to be a new series from Ardbeg. It's okay. not a one-off, uh, but it's only travel retail and distillery. So you have to either get it in the travel or at the distillery itself. This first one just came out. It's the, I hope I pronounced this correctly, it's the Manzanilla edition. Manzanilla, so, yeah. So it's based in those casks. Uh, so it was Manzanilla sherry casks and American oak casks, just typical Ardbeg finish. Um so yeah, this is the first one. Just came out, I think, in October in the travel retail. I managed to snag and it won an auction. Uh, really so, nice. Yeah. So well, I'm not. They haven't released from what I found online what the new. This is the first in a series. This is the first one. Yeah. So I don't know what the other smoke trails will be, but this is the kind of first peek at what they're doing. Am I gonna tell you on the nose? It's like a. It's like I opened a bottle of vanilla extract. I mean, right? No, it's, it's just get that real nice. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not as well as not French vanilla, but sort of more of like a Madagascar, almost um, vanilla on the nose, which is really different. I didn't expect that, but that must be the influence of the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that going on, you know, it's really good. I think it's really cool. By a campfire. <laughs> By a campfire. Listen, let's, let's just start with this saying like anything that our break produces, we're starting next to a campfire. Yeah. <laughs> we're enjoying that next to a campfire. nice finish it actually the 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 peak gets earthy at the end of this um what do you guys think like it all right good thank you very much sir thanks for sharing that with us yeah absolutely first of all i want to um that's the that's the the tasting we have today um for, for for this uh yes for this uh scotch luck um first of all i want to thank everybody who whether we tasted them or not i want to thank everybody for bringing uh if you brought a bottle in thank you so much and and that goes to the camaraderie of 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 whiskey society in general people who drink whiskey they you know it's it, it's one of those type of things is like it's not one upsmanship, but it's more like, hey, have you tried this one? They want you to have everybody in this, everybody who's sort of in whiskey wants you to have experiences like they do. It's about sharing. And um, you guys epitomize uh, sharing to the nth degree, bringing your bottles here tonight and, and having them um, before a crowd. Now, the ones that didn't get picked, don't worry, we'll figure out a way to, to uh, taste those too. Uh, <laughs> but I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. I want to thank all the people that, um, Joined us on Facebook Live. Uh, you all sit there because I got some news for you. Uh, we're going to say um, thank you for everybody that's joining us on Facebook. Uh, Cousin Vinny will put this up on um, on our podcast on It's the Liquor Talking. Um, but you know, if you're more, uh, if you're still curious about the Lock and Key Society, follow us at Julio. Sign up for our newsletters. You can follow me on Instagram at Whiskey Journeyman. No E in whiskey. Whiskey Journeyman on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us tonight.